The New York Giants have a bunch of player contract decisions looming in the not-too-distant future that can impact what they do today. Let's take a look at the most pressing and what makes sense for the team to do moving forward. That's coming up next on the Locked On Giants podcast. You are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. I'm your host, Patricia Trana, and it's Wednesday, May 31st, the last day of May already. And uh, on today's Locked On Giants podcast, we're going to take a look at some looming contract decisions that the Giants will have to eventually make sooner than later, probably more on the sooner uh, side. And these contract decisions could potentially affect what the Giants do moving forward this year. So I have about uh, six names that I'm going to take a look at, one of whom you already know is on the list, and you'll know when I get to them. And that's what we're going to do on today's show. So before we get started, thank you for making us your first listen of the day or watching on YouTube, your first watch of the day. And thank you, especially to my everydayers. If you're an everydayer, give me a shout out. Let me know so I can give you a shout out. Whether you let me know on YouTube, in the comments section, drop me an email, whatever. Um, I do try and give shout outs to my everydayers. So thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. I've got six names on my little pad here that I want to talk about. And we might as well get the obvious one out of the way, right? Saquon Barkley. Now, I don't have to rehash, I'm sure, where things stand with Saquon Barkley. The holdup with Saquon Barkley, as I understand it, is in the guaranteed money. And the Giants have have indicated that they would be comfortable with Barkley playing on the franchise tag, which right now would pay him $10.1 million. Now, from Barkley's perspective, the guaranteed money that I believe they're looking for is at least the cost of the franchise tag for this year and for next year, which comes to just under 25 million when you add it up. And then a little extra on top of that. So the Giants, you know, I'm not sure what they're offering or what they have offered in terms of guaranteed money, but I would be willing to um, roll the dice and say that guaranteed money is the sticking point more so than the APY average per year. So look, here's the thing with Saquon Barkley and why the Giants really need to come to some sort of um, resolution with him. Not only would they potentially lower his cap hit from that 10.1 million down to maybe, I don't know, five or six, depending on how they, they structured the deal, but what kind of message is this sending, you know, to, to the team in terms of, you know, here's a guy who's been one of your best players, you know, you've been rewarding your best players. You, you rewarded Daniel Jones, rewarded uh, Dexter Lawrence. And what are you doing here with Saquon? What, what kind of message is that sending? Now, from the Giants perspective, if we're going to be fair, perhaps they're saying to themselves, okay, you know what? Saquon, yes, you have been the bulk of our offense in the past, but moving forward, we're going to start to maybe go towards a committee approach, not just at running back, 
but you know, we've upgraded our receivers, we've upgraded a tight end. So maybe now the reliance on you, Saquon, isn't as great. So if that's the case, you know, here's what I don't understand. It's like, why even carry Saquon if that's the case, if that's how you feel about it? Why not look to maybe see if you can move them, get some draft capital for next year? Well, the Giants don't want to do that, and probably because they don't know what they have just yet in Eric Gray or, you know, how far along is Deshaun Corbin come, come and Gary Brightwell and so forth. So Saquon will eventually show up to the Giants. My guess is he will play on the franchise tag. But look, if you want to completely eliminate any potential distractions or ill feelings or whatnot, you got to look to get that deal done one way or another. And right now, it just seems like the Giants are dug in. Saquon's side is dug in. I'm not sure how this is going to end. Well, actually, I, I'm pretty sure what's going to happen is Saquon's going to play on the the uh, franchise tag. But, you know, I really wish one of the sides would, would yield and bend a little bit just to get this done because it's just, I don't know, to me at any rate, you can disagree and that's fine. But to me, it's just not a very good look overall. So we'll see how that one play, uh, plays out. But obviously, Saquon and his contract tops on the list of things that have to get done as far as these contracts go. Number two, Andrew Thomas. Now, Andrew Thomas is going to get paid. It's just a matter of when. I do not think Andrew Thomas is going to get paid this year. And here's why. If we are going based off of what Joe Shane has done with first round draft picks, you know, look at Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence had a big year last year, made the Pro Bowl. And, you know, he was coming up on his fifth year option. And they decided to aggressively go after that contract and get him signed long term. Andrew Thomas just finished year three, and he's going on to year four this coming season. The Giants have picked up Andrew Thomas's option year, which is no surprise. We all knew that that was happening. I could see the Giants waiting on Andrew Thomas, waiting until next offseason to open up negotiations. And from Andrew Thomas's perspective, that could make some sense because you've got his entire draft class coming up for negotiation this year, between this year and next year. Why rush to get a new long-term deal done now when you can go out, play another year, and drive up your price even further? Now, I get it. There comes a degree of risk with that because what happens if, God forbid, Andrew Thomas gets hurt? I get it. But that being said, the Giants, I don't see them working on his deal this year. They don't have the cap space to do it. They have other fish to fry, quite frankly, to where Andrew Thomas's contract is probably going to wait until next offseason, as it should. So it's coming, but not this year. I don't think it's coming this year. I have four more players on my list whose contracts I want to discuss. The next two coming up after this. Hey, Giant fans, if you're looking to make healthier snack choices, then you have got to try a Built Bar or Built Puff. 
These tasty treats are healthy and amazing with each bar or puff covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like eating a candy bar, but without all the fat, carbs, sugar, and guilt. With Built Bars and Built Puffs, you're getting a generous dose of protein in every serving, roughly 17 grams of protein. And most bars have about 130 calories and four grams of sugar. That makes them taste good and good for you. And did you know that you no longer have to wait for your box to ship from Built.com? Just pop into your local Sam's Club or Walmart and pick up your box of assorted flavors today. If you prefer to order and customize your box from Built.com, use our special promo code LOCKEDON15 to save 15% off your next shipment. And enjoy a Built Bar and a Built Puff. You'll thank me later. All right, Giant fans, welcome back to the Locked on Giants podcast. I'm your host, Patricia Trena, and happy to have you with us as we go down a list of six Giant players whose contracts will probably have to be addressed sooner or later, one way or another. And before I get to the next two on my list, just a reminder, as you are watching this, depending on what time of day you are watching it, the Giants are in OTA number five. There is media access for OTA number five. So as I did last week for OTA number three, the plan is I will come home um, back to my little home office studio here. And uh, as soon as I take care of all the, the writing stuff that I have to do, I will tape a podcast with my observations and the little details that you have come to expect from me. So, uh, and I will push that one out to you actually early. You won't have to wait until midnight for that to drop. So that'll be my Thursday show. But like I said, I'll try and get it out to you as early as possible on Wednesday. So hope you will tune in for that. And uh, also for those of you who are um, subscribed to the text community that we have going on, details of which are in the show notes, be sure to check in because I'm going to try and send out little notices as well that won't be in the podcast, that won't be on Giants Country just trying to do something a little special for those people who, you know, have decided to support, further support the podcast, I should say, uh, through that subtexting community. So that community is growing. And I thank everybody who has signed up for it. And again, if you are interested in signing up or you just want more information, check out the show notes. It's all in there. And if you have any questions, just drop me a line. So, all right, let's get back to business here. A couple of other contracts of which the Giants will have to eventually make a decision. I think Xavier McKinney is definitely one. All right now, Xavier McKinney, unlike Andrew Thomas, they're both in the same draft class, but Xavier McKinney was a second-round draft pick. So therefore, he does not have the option here, which the Giants can exercise. So, you know, you look at Xavier McKinney, and yes, He is a core member of the Giants defense, but here's the problem and why I don't think the Giants are going to do anything with a contract for him until next year. Number one, you have him still coming back off of that hand injury that he suffered last year. Number two, in two of his three seasons in the NFL, Xavier McKinney has not been able to play an entire season due to injury. So, while you would like to think that he's going to ultimately put that behind him and be a reliable uh, player for you, you got to see how he gets through this coming year. So McKinney, who has said, by the way, that he's not worried about his contract, he shouldn't be at this point. 
because it's up to him. He's got to start making some more impact plays. You know, he's, he's definitely a good player. And again, I don't think that the Giants will, you know, give up on him unless God forbid he gets injured again. But I think they need a little bit more from him. So any potential talk of Xavier McKinney getting a new deal this year, I don't see it happening for the reasons I just gave you. And, you know, I'll also add in the cap situation. I don't see them doing that either. Xavier McKinney, um, his cap number is fairly low. Xavier McKinney's number this year is low, 2.669 million. You don't need to do anything with him right now, folks. He can wait until next offseason. That's no disrespect to him. It's just a matter of business. All right. Next up on the list. And again, I have six guys here. So number, uh, that was number three. Number four on the list. Adoree Jackson, cornerback. Now, people say to me, why haven't the Giants done anything with Adoree Jackson's contract? He's got a 19 19- 0.076 million cap hit, of which 11 million is his base salary. Why not do something there to extend him and lower the that 11 million? Folks, I see this going one of two ways with Jackson. Number one, I don't think the Giants are going to touch that contract. And I don't think they should, because here's the thing. Adoree Jackson has already had his contract uh, restructured, if I'm not mistaken, a couple times, actually. Um, what I would do with him, and especially since he, a two million uh, guarantee of it, two million of his eleven million salaries guaranteed, Adoree Jackson has a, a void year in twenty twenty four, of which two point nine eight eight million of his prorated signing bonus is going to get dumped into that voidable year. All right, that's a result of the restructuring that was done in twenty twenty two to make some room. So that being said, while you could go and convert some of that 11 million base salary this year into a signing bonus, I wouldn't. Because look, if the Giants are ever going to get it fully out of cap hell, they got to stop converting contracts into base, you know, into signing bonuses and pushing money forward. And, you know, when it comes to Jackson, look, he's going to be a starter this year. I think we can all agree on that, you know, unless he gets injured. But I also think the future at cornerback could very well be Deontay Banks and maybe Cordell Flott as your outside guys with Aaron Robinson, assuming he can stay healthy, moving to the slot over Darnay Holmes. So you don't extend a Dory Jackson. You know, I know he's he's been their, their best cornerback, but I don't see him getting extended, to be honest with you. I think the Giants, like I said, are going to go for the youth movement. And the handwriting was kind of on the wall, you know, far back as last year, if I'm being honest with you, with regards to how the Giants were going to pursue or, or reshape, if you will, the quarterback spot. So that's how I see that playing out for Dory Jackson. Now, I've got two more guys, and I'll tell you who they are right after this. All right, Giant fans, welcome back to the Locked On Giants podcast. Your host, Patricia Trainer here giving you uh, my take on some looming contract decisions that the New York Giants will have to make sooner than later. And some of them need to be done right away. A lot of them don't. And I'm telling you why that is in either case. So we've got two more that I want to talk about. 
And I purposely say these two for last. So I'm going to start with Leonard Williams, who has a $32 million cap hit. Now, Leonard Williams's number is actually uh, the third highest. I think I saw somewhere written, it, it was written that he has the third highest cap hit in the NFL. But here's the thing with Leonard Williams that the Giants really have to ask themselves. First off, I don't think they're going to touch the $32.2 million cap number. Um, I think the Giants are going to kind of let Leonard play that out. And here's why I think that. Leonard Williams um, has a voidable year in 2024 in which $5.96 million of dead money is going to be in that contract that year. That $5.96 million is actually the remaining prorated bonus from all the times the Giants restructured Leonard Williams' deal to get his number down. And they last restructured him in 2022, by the way. So again, going back to what I said earlier, if you're the Giants, you don't want to keep kicking the can down the road. You don't want to have a ton of dead money because that hamstrings you as to what you can do. And the Giants have enough contracts that they need to maybe look at next year. Andrew Thomas is not going to be cheap. You know, or Saquon Barkley, if they end up, you know, having him play on the franchise tag, that's another contract they potentially are going to look at. And I'm sure there'll be others that, you know, I'm not thinking of that are going to come up. So the thing with Leonard Williams is he has played over 6,000 snaps in his career. He's had heavy workloads and he's played well, but the last two years he's had some injuries. So if you're Joe Shane, you ask yourself, does it make sense to extend this guy now? Knowing what we know about him, knowing that, you know, yeah, he's a hard worker. He's a leader. He's a productive player, but he's had some injury issues that have cut into his production. Do we extend him or do we let him play out the year and then see where things are at, at the, after this season? I think the Giants do the latter. Ex- they wait and see where they're at after this season. And I think that makes the most sense because what if they extend him now to lower that 32.2 uh, million and something goes astray, then they're stuck. So, you know, again, I just don't see the Giants pushing um, dead money, more dead money into 2024. Now, could they rip up, you know, that last year of, of the contract 2024? Sure they could, but either way, 5.96 million right off the bat is going to hit their cap. So how much lower can they, you know, how, how low realistically can they get Leonard Williams's number if they need to do so? I say, let's wait and see on that. So, um, yeah, I, I there was a time I thought, you know, they have to do something with Leonard Williams' contract. I don't feel that way anymore. I think they let that one kind of ride out. Now, one guy who I do think they may look to do, and I think they should, to be honest with you, because um, of the, the situation at the quarterback position, is Tyrod Taylor's deal. Tyrod Taylor entering the second and final year of his deal. He does have a voidable year in 2024 in which only 1.4 million will hit his contract. So considering the Giants right now really don't have a proven third quarterback, if I'm them, 
I go to Tyrod and I say, hey, Tyrod, let's talk about a possible extension. Let's get your 2023 base salary of 5.45 million down. We'll extend you, you know, rip up the final year of the deal, which is 2024. We'll extend you. Um, and, you know, this way you'll be with us another year or two. That's what I would do. And that's how the Giants could potentially get some more money back to spend elsewhere. So if you're looking for something that the Giants will do probably this year at some point, that would be probably the move more so than, like I said, a Leonard Williams or an Adoree Jackson. So, you know, look, the Giants, as far as their cap space goes, it they're not, let me see, the Giants have... Um, according to over the cap, 1.285 million in effective cap space and 3.824 million total. That's not a lot. They're going to have to get money somewhere. And, you know, could they push money from a Dory Jackson's base salary into the, the avoidable year? Sure, they could do it. They could do the same thing with Leonard Williams. But I think Joe Shane probably wants to avoid having to do that at all costs and we'll look to do other things to get cap space if he needs it. Again, ideally, you get it from Saquon in a long-term deal there. But we will, of course, see if that happens. All right, Giant fans, that's going to do it for this edition of the Lockdown Giants podcast. We will be back tomorrow. Don't forget, I will get the new podcast tomorrow out to you as quickly as I can. That will be OTA number five wrap-up. So I hope you will tune in. Thank you, as always, for making us your first listener of the day or watching on YouTube your first watch of the day. I will see you tomorrow, Giant fans.